Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Social Gloves Pay-Per-View, June 12th, live from Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens. Social Gloves presents Battle of the Platforms, streaming on Live by Live. Watch the Internet's biggest rivalry, YouTubers versus TikTokers. They square off in the ring. It's uh, the social media rivalry we love to hate. Headlined by Austin McBroom, founder of the Ace Family, fighting against Teen Idol and TikTok star Bryce Hall. Plus, can't miss performances from today's top music artist. Saturday, June 12th, don't miss it on pay-per-view. Packages on sale now starting at $29.99. For a limited time, you can buy it at socialgloves.livexlive.com. Get tickets May 29th before prices go up. TikTok versus YouTube. Which side are you on? Hey, guys. Welcome to CarCast. We're going to be uh, talking about all kinds of fun stuff. We're going to talk about what uh, Bill's doing to his uh, Dodge TRX, uh, uh, a sweepstakes giveaway that's coming up, uh, electric EV, uh, Hummer EV, uh, Ford Lightning. We're going to touch on that as well. There's a lot, a lot going on. But before we get started, you know, Dodge has officially opened orders on the new 2021 Durango SRT Hellcats, the most powerful SUV ever. It's exclusive for 2021. They were going to make 2,000 units, but if you got an order in, they're going to fulfill those orders. So uh, hopefully you were able to get one in. If not, check out some of the other ones like their 392. That's a badass uh, Durango as well. But the SRT Hellcat has 710 horsepower. It's got this new aggressive exterior styling, and it's got the new interior with the driver-centric cockpit. It's got the new uh, Uconnect system as well that I got a chance to experience. It's fast. It works great. It's very intuitive. It's one of the best infotainment systems out there. And all buyers of the Hellcat receive a full day of pro instruction at the Radford Racing School. Deliveries begin early this year. So you'll be able to take advantage of that. As you know, Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by J.D. Power. It's the first brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com today to schedule a test drive. Welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator. DeAndre here with Bill Goldberg. How's Texas, buddy? Having a little troubles on the ranch? <laughs> yeah, well, gotta keep you know, that thing the going. more shit you got, the more shit that, that can go wrong. <laughs> That's actually very true. Big very, thunderstorm very... the other night. Blew our water pump up again. One thing after another. But hey, how are you? <laughs> Let's get we're good. I don't, have, I don't have any water again. But that's good. Well, that's cool. I can see how long it takes for me to really smell bad. I don't <laughs> uh well yeah. uh there's a lot going on in in the car world, but uh uh we're gonna go over a few things, some uh some new vehicles, some new specs. Um 
Uh, as you guys are listening to this, uh, yesterday night uh, was the the virtual debut of the Ford F one fifty Lightning. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and uh, and more. We get a bunch of other. I would imagine you're going to be hanging on every word of that one. Well, you know, I've got um, I've got some information <laughs> that was sent to me by Ford embargoed so here we are in the studio reading the information going through some of that uh but I'm knowing, on a it's, embargo knowing it's gonna myself, it's so gonna air oh nitto embargo okay and um, tease a little bit on the site <clears throat> and then uh i will let you know that um later this week when adam and i are in here in the studio we're going to be talking to uh, Darren Palmer, who's the head of like EV for Ford as well. So w- excited about just be- being able to follow up and get a little bit more of an interview to all the stuff we're gonna we're gonna talk about today. Uh, before we get started, a word from our friends at Dodge. As you know, Dodge is ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by JD Power. It's the first U.S. brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com today to schedule your test drive. All right, so Hummer EV. I want to talk about the Hummer EV as we're getting closer to a production version of this truck. I saw it at Bear Jackson Scottsdale we talked about. I told you guys it, it is a biggin'. It's a biggin'. It is not small. But now we find out it's uh, it's definitely not going to be small. Um the uh, the weight of the truck came out at nine thousand forty six pounds, so over nine thousand pounds for the Hummer EV. I get it; it's big. It's got a lot of battery to it. But the the Hummer H one that from back in the day, you know the you know whatever the Schwarzenegger Hummer as we all kind of know it, that's eight eighty one hundred pounds. You know, this is almost a thousand pounds more than that thing. This Batteries. has got to be. This has got to be into, yeah, the size, the batteries. This is like big dually pickup truck kind of weight, I'm, I'm, I'm figuring at, at this point. It, now, dimension-wise, how does it compare with the H1? Is it wider? Yeah, so this one is two hundred and almost 217 inches long. 86.7, so almost 87 inches wide, 81 inches tall. Uh, I want to say the H1 was 185 inches long and 87 inches wide. It's almost as wide. It's it's a it's less than an inch narrower this one, but significantly longer. 185 wow. inches for the H1 and 200 and 17 inches for this thing. Uh, and this is a little taller. The H1, actually, they kind of seem kind of squatty in H1, even with the big tires on it, low roof, you know. They they sat 78 inches tall. This is going to sit 81 inches tall. Uh, we already know it's going to be super fast because the launch edition has the available 1,000 horsepower. I, I My concern is at this weight stopping the vehicle <laughs> to fry the brakes <laughs> i mean i i'm i'm sure there's some sort of electric motor thing happening 
uh, you know, to to bring this thing down to a halt. Um, you know, along with, of course, the breaking and 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 whatnot. I mean, obviously, they're not going to release this thing and go, "Hey, it's fast and it's heavy and it's cool, but it doesn't stop." Like, you know, it's they've it's on you to stop it. Yeah, right. Like you've got a Fred Flintstone your way out the floorboards of this thing to get it to uh, to get it to stop. Uh, it, it, it's menacing looking. I I I. It's very big. It's. Uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out like sort of who's the customer for this thing, as much as you think it's other like, than a basketball player. Yeah, but you know, as much as you think it's kind of a cool, high end, expensive sort of Beverly Hills kind of you know menacing vehicle, like it's not going to be easy to park. <laughs> you know, like and by the way, good luck handing this over to any uh, valet in L.A. You know that's that's used to little sports cars and stuff. Like this thing is going to be difficult to park i mean uh i don't know maybe out where you live it, it makes more sense i'm it's going to be badass it's going to be a pretty capable of uh, vehicle but uh yeah nine thousand pounds and here's the trick though i'm pretty sure at this weight this thing can be registered as farm equipment and there's much more if you're leasing it like through a business you can lease it through a business and uh and get a better uh, a, a write-off on it because it's heavy enough to qualify as farm equipment. You know, it's a little, 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 yep. I'd say it's a little, Buy another tractor there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. Uh, so there might be a, an advantage for, for people with this space. If you have this space, uh, you can uh, get into something like that. Um, speaking of electrification, uh, Lamborghini just outlined their their future for the next few years. What does it mean for for Lamborghini? How are they going to start to embrace the you know the electrification that we're starting to see? McLaren has made some big statements about it. Ferrari's doing more uh, with it, and um, you know Lamborghini obviously they're they're ten cylinders and and even the eight cylinders and the trucks and stuff it, they're all great. But really, it was always about the naturally aspirated V12, the sound of that thing, the RPM, it just uh, is is an amazing engine for them, and and certainly note wise, it uh, plays a big part into the characteristics of Lamborghini. Right, it's one of the things we love about the Aventador is is the sound. So Lamborghini is saying uh we're going to continue to have the naturally aspirated v12 um for uh, a couple of years and they're going to release two more models specialty models we can call them limited production collector models something along the lines of that if you'd like and then they're going to go into uh around 2023 they're going to go into a uh, hybrid technology and then by mid 25 or so they will have an all electric version but they don't want to abandon the hybrid version of that. So the, the the press release information that came out, so it, not to make it sound misleading, is they're saying we're going from V12 to hybrid to electric, but they want to keep the hybrid version because they want to have an electric motor paired up with a naturally aspirated V12. So you could still get the V12 sound and they don't have to do things 
performance-wise to the V12 that takes away that sound, meaning they don't need to want they don't have to supercharge it or turbocharge it. They can keep a naturally aspirated V12, add electrification, they'll be able to improve the gas mileage and fill in that, you know, as we talked about, sort of the low-end torque that electrification provides, you know. Uh, but you still have the sound of the normally aspirated engine. Yes, when it kicks on, right? So so it could go yeah. from quiet to kicking on. And then when you get on the freeway and it cruises a little bit, it might shut that engine off. And and uh, That's and, even more badass, right? It is kind of badass. I actually – That's cool. Do, I, I kind of do like the idea. And you know there's going to be settings in there. There's, you know, the – the, the street or comfort, and then there's sport and track. And when you p- click it onto those settings, it will automatically turn that engine on, right? So if you want to run the engine, uh, you know, just to, you know, as you're going through your parking garage and you want to make a fuss, <laughs> you know, at the at the mall, you well, you can put it in track mode and still go nine miles an hour and uh, and fire up the engine, or the opposite, put it, you know, just shut the engine off and put it in EV mode. So that's kind of the direction that Lamborghini's going in. I'm always curious to see when when we hear things like this what it does for the performance because I do like the idea of of having that low end off the line torque of an electric motor uh, and then start to fill it in with the mm-hmm. high horsepower engines afterward and they might be able to to tune the engine a little bit more to you know they've got it tuned with a balance of enough low end torque for that thing to shoot off the line and get you whatever. 2.9, 3 second, 3.10 to 60. But if they say, hey, we can we can tune this for more top end, it wouldn't surprise me if you see, a, I don't know, if there's a 205-mile-an-hour Aventador, if that doesn't become a 215-mile-an-hour Aventador, you know, or 220, because now they can put more of that power toward the top end. I think it's I think it's the best idea yet as far as turning to electrification for a company that's known for the sound of their engines. I mean, let's look at uh, Maserati, right? Yeah. You know what did what did they end up doing with the replacement of the of the Ferrari engine? Was it a uh, Mercedes? No, that's um, uh, Aston Martin. Aston Martin's working with AMG on that side, a partnership with them. Maserati has developed their own like in-house, I want to say three liter turbo uh, uh, engine. Um, but but you're right. I mean, McLaren is getting all in on the hybrid stuff, but I honestly never thought the McLaren engines were that great sounding. I mean, in sport mode, a 720 sounds pretty good, but just the normal modes, they weren't there, but Ferrari was there, you know, and Ferrari with their flat plane crank V8s and their incredible 12s, they did have the sound. So for them getting into hybrid and keeping their their engines as well makes makes a lot of sense because they do have a lot of that sound there. So uh, it, I'm on board with this. I'm on board with this with Lamborghini as well. It's definitely going to keep them competitive uh, as far as the performance well, side. Well, the best of both worlds. Yeah, I think we're going to get the best of both worlds. You know, well, let's move on. Speaking of best of both worlds, uh, BMW. BMW's got their small, uh, the the two series. Uh, uh, the revised version of this is coming out. They've got the um, the 230i, which is the four-cylinder version, I believe, turbo four-cylinder, uh, and the m 240i. This is a great little 
uh, it's kind of what the M3 used to be. Uh, this is going to have the turbocharged three liter straight six, but now it's 382 horsepower, which is a 47 horsepower bump. And it's going to have their all wheel drive system, their X drive all wheel drive system. It'll definitely have a rear bias to it. Um, no word yet of whether it will be available with a, with, a with a manual transmission or not, but, um, what we know is it was uh it's very fast around the ring it uh it's it's got 12% stiffer uh chassis um the front end lift has been reduced by about 50% um a little front and rear wider track a new suspension redesigned uh, steering system um so it's just overall just a a sharper more crisp better handling uh, two series. It's going to be super fun to drive. And uh, the best part is it looks like they're not going with that giant buck tooth grill that's going across the lineup. I was just about to ask. <laughs> yeah, I, I maybe they just can't fit the big stupid thing on the two series, but that's a benefit for all of us. Uh, so now, like, I get it, this, this, this smaller version, but it's kind of the hot, fun, small version of the car. And uh, you know, every, everybody that's like Alistair Weaver came on. He's like, "Hey, man, I know that M3 and that M4 is super ugly, but it performs fantastic. Like, it's just the best car they've they've made in a while." Uh, I was like, "Yeah, it's just not enough for me because there's a lot of really good cars out <laughs> no. there. There's a lot of really yeah. good cars out there right now. So, uh, I, it doesn't look like they're going to have the big grill." It, it it'll be a big grill, but instead of being vertical like Bucktooth, it's going to go horizontal. So the the kidney oval shapes that you're going to have are going to just be much more horizontal. So I think it's going to look better. It's going to be uh, an interesting car to get into, especially at at the price point that uh, that uh, we're we're looking at for those things. Um, before we move on, let me tell you about our friends at Geico. You guys can own your home or you rent your home. Either way, we know that uh, it can be a lot of hard work, but we also know what's easy, and that's bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And that's a good thing because we already have so much to do around our homes already. So just go to geico.com and get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Tell me what you're doing to your truck. <laughs> I saw well, I saw the, um, the TRX back and it was in a fancy I facility. That, and I, I think the video is it gonna be done and the, by and, time? And the hint the hint well the hint would be why we, they were steam cleaning the inner fender wells. Yeah. So to to cast light uh, in a beautiful manner on the new tire that's coming out from Minnow. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I see what's going on. Let's uh, re- retouch, re- recap on that. Uh, we we lost a little bit of audio there. We're having some weather issues in Texas that seem to affect everything from Wi-Fi and what room you could be in and uh, whatnot. But anyway, you posted some photos, some video of the TRX uh, getting super, super clean, steam cleaned under its undercarriage. <laughs> basically under its naughty bits and uh, <laughs> and uh yeah you know it's not not necessarily the image that i want to portray driving this big badass truck but 
Um, at the end of the day, I got to take care of my sponsors and to do that properly. Um, we will focus on Nitto because they have a new product coming out. I got the uh, inner fender wells steam cleaned, and now we're we're ceramic coating them. So uh, you know, I'm just creating a nice backdrop, a beautiful backdrop in a la supermodel fashion. Yeah, as I'll take words out of your mouth. <laughs> To uh, display a new attire. That's 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 it. Yeah. Well, that's a hefty. And in model. the meantime, in the meantime, get some good shots for rigid, and get some good shots for for ADD. You know, with the bumpers, and I'm just trying to kill 200 birds with one stone. Yeah. Well, it, it looks. And I'll never do it again with that truck. So <laughs> well, we might as well get it all done now. Until you decide to change something new underneath the truck and be like, oh, I got to photograph it all over again. <laughs> yeah, Focus. Yeah. Stay in one lane. Come on now. <laughs> then there's that. Yeah. So. Right. Although, says the guy who's got two and a half cars sitting in pieces. Uh, two and a half. I wish it was only two and a half. Yeah. Well, I've, no, you, I've only got, you, two got, two got two and a half. I've got two and a half. I've got two and a half. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's we going like to be exciting. Call the kettle black. Yeah. Right. That's going to be exciting to see some new product from. Uh, from uh, from Nitto, our friends at Nitto Tires as well. I got the we talked about it last week. I got the triple five G twos on my Lightning right yep. now, which I actually can't wait to, you know, put the engine in and see how these things hook up because I got way more tire than the truck can handle they, right now. They will not. And, they will not. And, uh, I got I got uh, I got some info yesterday from yeah. Mario about the Red Eye, which is now comparable to the Black uh, Challenger six speed. You know, that's pushing a thousand horsepower. Yeah. The chat, the uh, the red eyes pushing about the same numbers, and it's got the triple five G twos on it. And Mario's like, you know what? I kept spinning, spinning, and spinning. I said, well, you got the wrong tire on. Yeah, so. you know, it might be. So you might try the drag radials on that. It could help a little bit, but I. Oh, you yeah. think? Yeah, I got like seven hundred sets of them in the garage. So yeah, <laughs> that, all of my vehicles had those tires on. Every one of the cars. Not the truck, but had the drag radials on it when I moved here, right? But then there's this thing called I-10 reconstruction, right? So they're they're working on the highway day after day after day, month after month. So, you know, the things tracks really horribly. And then when it rains, uh, I might as well just ride a bicycle. So in come the triple fives. Right. Okay. Well, I guess you got to be able to swap them out. Um, it's not a... It's not a bad idea to be able to do it, but now, you know, it's easier if you got extra sets of wheels. I don't have extra sets of wheels. It cost me a fortune to get those custom-made wheels from from Brad Fanshawe at Bond Speed for the Lightning. I guess I could have him make another – I guess I could have him make another set. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to say, hey, you know, make another set, or at least the rears, just make another set of, hey. of, of the rears and just keep uh, – I don't know. We'll figure it out. Depends. One hundred percent. And I, I don't know, get much uh, rain out here, so if I commit to the, <laughs> that's an understatement. A little birdie told me that HRE is working on a package with, of a very, very affordable wheel coming out. So yeah, um, you know, keep your eyes peeled for that. I, I, I was, I was, uh, you and I were talking off the air before we started, and I, you know, I started. Uh, I was in my uh, in my warehouse in the mat cave over there. And uh, doing some work on the new engine, and I kept thinking about like, well, 
I'm going to take the Lightning engine out of my truck. I'll end up rebuilding it and freshing it up a little bit, doing something fun with it. And I was trying to think about, well, what would be a cool project to put it in? Well, how this all started was the 2000 Cobra R engine that shot up on Bring a Trailer. If you guys saw this, they only made um, uh, 300 2000 Cobra R's in 2000. And it was a very cool vehicle. The side exhaust, the big splitter in the front. It's a 5.4-liter dual overhead cam engine, but with a very unique intake manifold that was never made again by Ford or in the aftermarket. So the intake alone is worth some money. Now, it is an iron block. It's a 5.4-liter iron block, so it's a heavy engine. (laughs) They didn't go to the aluminum block for, for some time after that, but... That engine came up on Bring a Trailer, and I started looking at it, and it's funny. I was I was talking to uh, uh, Corolla about it. I was like, I don't know. This engine's pretty cool. I mean, uh, somebody's building a, a full-fledged, like, twin-turbo racing car out of a real 2000 Cobra R. Um, you know, there's a whole other discussion whether they should be doing that or not. If he wants to do it, more power to him. It's fine. Personally... You know, I've cut up some rare cars, some Mustang Cobras, obviously, um, but I've tried to do some period correct things with the right heads and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So, you know, this guy wanted to take the engine out and sell it as a crate engine with only 15,000 miles on it to somebody that can do something. So I was thinking, I might want to buy that engine. (laughs) So I did bid on it on Bring a Trailer. And then, uh, of course, as Bring a Trailer does, toward the end, it just started bid after bid after bid, and and uh, it it basically went for almost double what I what I bid, and then I kind of got a sense of relief because I was like, what am I going to do with this engine, and what am I going to put it in? And I kept thinking about it, uh, uh, what would be a cool project for it, and I was thinking, you know what, I. I do kind of like the idea of an early Bronco, like a Gen 1 Bronco. Um, You know, our our friend Jonathan Ward at Icon is making some beautiful machines. And then when when we came back from Barrett-Jackson and Scottsdale, that was one of the things that was standing out. These Broncos are going off the charts. Uh, You know, anybody that's that's pretty competent in building one is, I don't know, spending a hundred grand building it and selling it for Barrett Jackson for $140,000, $150,000. I'm not saying I want to build something to sell, but I, you know, we keep talking about these missed opportunities going, Oh, I should have bought a Mustang years ago before they came $60,000. And you know, Oh, you can't get a gen one Camaro anymore because they're, you know, ratty ones are $30,000 and Mustangs are 30, you know? And I keep thinking, well, I know Broncos are already getting pretty expensive. Uh, I hope you got your eye on one already because every second they're going up. I know. So I'm, I'm, I was looking around. You're right. This is going to be one of those things that I'm probably going to end up getting something that's kind of ratty and just putting it aside for a while until I can get to it. But since I didn't get that engine, I was thinking, you know what, though? I do have a Ford Lightning and – I don't need to go crazy with the modern mod motor. Everybody's doing that. Uh, I kind of like the idea of having my Lightning with the new engine, the Dart engine, and then taking that engine out, rebuilding it, keeping the Lightning intake, the block, the heads. I'll just rebuild everything. I've got a supercharger. I've got two superchargers for it, so I could just get it ready for some boost and throw that into a, a Gen 1 Bronco. Now, it's 
it's iron block and iron heads, but in that truck, I'm a little less concerned about all of that, right? That Absolutely. Was, my yeah. thought was like, hey, you know, if I did something sportier, uh, you know, weight is going to be a concern, um, which is why I wouldn't drop it into a Fox body and why I reduced the weight in the truck. And I was like, but a Bronco is, I don't know, it's kind of a, a cool, cool truck to do. You know, the first. Have you ever owned one? I'm just curious. Have you ever owned a first? They're too small. Yeah, are they? I yeah, guess so. hundred percent. That's why. That's why I bought the Blazer, '69 Blazer. Yeah, the Blazer. Fully, fully removable top. Yeah, that's for sale. By the way, if if anybody knows someone who wants it, because I'm a Dodge guy now. I can't build it. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Well, anyway, that's my thoughts. Is I maybe build at some point in a year or so when I get these other projects done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> years uh, wouldn't get them done. You have to throw that in. They won't be done in a year or so. Well, I've got some commitments that I have to. I have some obligations to. Ooh, maybe they will be to, done. To meet, so the, gun. the 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 pressure is 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 you know the heat's turning up and uh, on. We got to get it ready for the debut of the new lightning, right? Because of that photo shoot thing. Oh well. No, I just got to wash my truck and keep it stock for now, Chump, because that's never <laughs> – if I start taking the engine out now, it's not going to happen. But um, anyway, so the thought is – I don't know. You guys let me know. How about a, a Gen 1 Bronco, do it up pretty nice, throw the Lightning engine in it, throw a little supercharger on it. I've got 100%. the power, I've got the Powerdyne, but I've also got a Vortec supercharger – that um, this is one that I on my E46 M3 when I went out on the I was going out on a date and the supercharger seized up and I towed it back and I just replaced the supercharger so I've got that one that I can send out and get rebuilt and turn it into sort of a modern version uh, of that so I don't know maybe a maybe a intercooler liquid air intercooler keep it all under the hood supercharger. I think we can get somewhere like in that. New build. I think you can make. I think you can conservatively make 500, 550 horsepower. Let's just say that it will be plenty for that little frog or that little bronco. And, you know, and if you think about it, um, I could do it with a. I don't want to go too long of a stroke on that. I wouldn't go four twenty seven because the 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 piston sleeves are this isn't an aftermarket block which has a longer sleeve like the dart block mm-hmm. so maybe a little bit shorter stroke maybe a 408 408 cubic inches plenty of low end torque plenty. and uh i don't know let me know what you guys think uh should we do a bronco or if you got another idea i can just get your blazer and put my lightning engine in that and piss everyone off everybody yeah <laughs> Or I could put a Hellcat motor in that blazer. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be kind of fun, actually. Everybody's everybody's mixing and matching these days. Look, uh, our friend Tom Nelson and Nelson Racing Engines is finally building a super badass twin turbo Fox body Mustang, but it's an LS engine. It's an LS engine with this crazy alien intake and. And he's follow him on Instagram because he's got all the renderings and things that are happening. It's just the wrong engine for that vehicle, you think? But I'm still a fan. Like I'm a fan of what he's doing, so I'm on board with it. Uh, speaking of 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 TRX, let me hit this real quick. Um, 
You're doing a thing. You're you're helping to promote this, but this is a uh, Omaze. You guys have seen Omaze all over social media. Uh, lots of people doing um, uh, like a raffle, like a sweepstakes. You buy tickets uh, for for a few bucks, whatever they are, um, and you get a chance to win various vehicles. And celebrities all over are are supporting charities and, and embracing this thing. And you're doing that as well, right? Yes, sir. Team Rubicon, man. You know, uh, there's there's not much more of a worthy uh, entity to to fight for than than those guys. I mean, so Team Rubicon is uh, military veterans. It's a veteran led disaster response organization. Uh, it mobilizes veterans, first responders, civilian volunteers to help communities before, during, and after disasters and uh, uh, humanitarian crises. Uh, you know, like uh, COVID nineteen relief on um, the floods in, in Texas. Yeah, they're on their way to the house right now to help me with my water. Because <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that's a disaster relief. I mean, it depends on. <laughs> they haven't smelled me today. I was just going to say, it depends on how many days go by with uh, you having to work out and. and Animals running through the house and all the time. So maybe, maybe do us all a favor and get the water fixed. Why do you think I stay by myself? We're going to take you to the do-it-yourself car wash and hit you with the power washer <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Uh, you know, or, uh, uh, anyway, so um, the uh, it's a nonprofit charity, so it's a great way to support them. And what happens is you can go to Omaze. Or you can go to Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. You can find Goldberg there holding up the sign that says Omaze or the TR Win the TRX. Click on that link in his bio. Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. Click on the link in his bio. It'll take you directly to the page. You can buy a ticket. You can buy one. You can buy multiple tickets. It's it's not that much. And you have a chance to win uh, a brand new Ram TRX. Uh, and 20 grand and 20 grand to like help cover the taxes on the whole thing. So, um, it would be, uh, it'd be fantastic to, to support that. Uh, it's not very expensive. You can get a hundred entries for 10 bucks. You can get 250 entries for 25 bucks. And there's a couple of other packages if you want to spend a little bit more than that. Um, but they do some amazing experiences, man. They really do. Um, and, and they raise a hell of a lot of money for some terrific charities out there. So listen, you want to give uh, you want to give 10, 25, 50, whatever, 100 bucks to this charity. A great way to do it would be also enter for a chance to get yourself a, a super badass truck out of the deal. And if you don't get the truck, that's fine. You donate it to the charity. And they're going to appreciate that. So I just want to 100%. touch on that. You can go to both both of my bios on both of my pages on Instagram, uh, Goldberg95. You can click that link in the bio and enter and then also Goldberg's garage. So. Uh, awesome. We appreciate that. Um, let me, uh, let me tell you guys about empire covers real quick. Nowadays, cars are designed to keep you safe on the road, but are you providing the same protection for your car off the road? Well, that's where empire covers comes in. They offer high quality, affordable covers engineered to protect against rain, UV rays, tree sap, pollen, pretty much anything that damages your vehicle's paint. And for premium protection, Try out their American Armor covers. They're proudly made in their Kentucky factory, and they have covers for RVs, boats, motorcycles, and more. All their covers come with a free multi-year warranty. Definitely check these guys out, but here's a good deal for you. You'll get free shipping plus an extra 15% off your entire order with promo code CARCAST. Go to empirecovers.com slash CARCAST. Use promo code CARCAST.com. 
uh, at their website, and during during checkout, you'll get free shipping plus fifteen percent off. It's Empire Covers. Protect what you love. So, speaking of uh, hot rod trucks, the uh, the guys over this is kind of confusing to me because um, there's a company called SVE, which is weird to me. Special Vehicle Engineering, because the our friends at Late Model Restoration that do all of the uh, restoration parts for the Fox Body Mustangs and Lightnings, their own internal parts are called SVE. So I'm getting a little confused on what SVE is which, but there's a group called SVE that used to be SLP. Now, SLP we did know, right? There was SLP. They did the Firehawk, uh, you know, the the – the Pontiac Firehawk and stuff. And I gotcha. think yeah. I think there was some kind of thing going on. I think even like Roush might have purchased SLP at some point, maybe just the the assets or something. So Roush would be able to do all the Ford stuff with Roush brand and then own SLP and do other things through the SLP brand. But basically, SVE is what formerly was the of the uh, SLP guys, and they want to come out with with a hot sport truck. Uh, so they took sh- the Chevy Silverado, and they came up with the Yenko SC Chevy Silverado. They put on a uh, a three liter Whipple charger on top of the six point two liter V eight, and uh, it ends up being uh, seven hundred and ten horsepower, which is a familiar horsepower number. If you guys got a thinking we were just talking about trx but uh they have it in a couple different trim models but you can get it sort of the sport truck versions lowered a little bit uh crazy and how many are there 50 examples they're only going to make 50 of them and uh, i know there's been a lot of like tuner builds and stuff uh that have come along but these are the slp guys of of yesterday and uh uh, they've got a good reputation. They built some pretty cool things back in the day. So it's very cool to to take a look at. So if you're looking for a, a hot sport truck, um, I don't know what the pricing is. You'll have to reach out to them. You can get it in the various trim levels, uh, the Trail Boss, the LT Trail Boss, LTZ, um, you know, whatever. So you can go to them and say, hey, I want one of these things. Start with this truck with Trail Boss or with sport version or whatever, and let's do it. Uh I looked at the photos, and it looks like the supercharger is Whipple, and we're big fans of, the, of our guys, our friends at Whipple. So be kind of cool to uh, to check that out as well if you guys are into high-horsepower loud trucks. If you're in high-horsepower not-so-loud trucks, well, the Ford Lightning has been announced. It will be— Nice segue. <laughs> Five hundred and sixty-three horsepower, seven hundred and seventy-five pound-feet of torque. Uh, they're saying mid four seconds, zero to sixty. Uh, there's going to be uh, a standard and a long range, um, ranging from two hundred and thirty mile range to three hundred mile range. Um, it's going to be every bit of of the truck that you would expect. They're saying uh, it supports a maximum payload of 2,000 pounds. It'll tow 10,000 pounds. And, you know, I think we touched on it before. If not, forgive me, because uh, it, it was part of my notes at some point. But one of the new features of the, F1, of, of the F-150 is uh, uh, basically a scale in the back when you 
when you put stuff in the bed of the truck, the truck tells you how much it weighs. So now you can can start to figure out your load capacity. And also when you hitch up a trailer, it tells you the tongue weight on that trailer. And the reason why the F-150 has that is because they were developing this technology for the Lightning. And because the Lightning is smart enough to say, hey, you're fully charged. You're going to leave the house. You've got 300 miles on your extended battery range. But I see you just added a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so now it will it tells you the weight, right? It's like, oh, well, judging by the tongue weight, this is what you're towing, you know. So it recalculates. It recalculates. It recalculates for you and tells you what what your range will be based on that. So that's actually cool as shit. It's actually that, cool that, that, as shit. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and Ford was starting to think they're going well on the on the gauge cluster or the dash or something. It tells you what the weight is, right? But as you're hooking up a trailer, you might want to know. So uh, I, I have to look into the specs. But it does something with the taillights. And the taillights are almost like a, like a thermometer. Like the lights start to blink or they start to – like an LED starts to go up and down to tell you. With, so as you're hooking it up, you'd be like, oh, I'm kind of in the mid-range. And then you can go and look at the dash and figure out what the actual weight is. But it's kind of neat that they sort of put that in the back as well. They're like, well, how do we do it without putting a screen in the back of the truck or something in the tailgate? They're like, let's just – flash some lights in the back and figure it out. So kind of a neat idea. idea. Uh, There's going to be a lot more uh, we can get into on this thing. That's going to be the military-grade aluminum body that they've been having for a little bit of while now. It's got an independent rear suspension, so it should be a very uh, comfortable ride as well. Um, Of course, the Ford Pass app. uh, It's got the power on board thing. This is um, uh, interesting as well because this is kind of a – a big thing where their where their power boost hybrids came in is you can power your house, you can power power a job site. Well, you can do that with this truck as well, uh, and it will tell you things like this is where you are on your battery level, or you can even it'll alert you on your phone. Let's say you you can power your house. You know, an average house, if the power goes out, let's say, like, again, like the floods and everything that you guys had out there, like you've got power, but you've got no water, so I can't help you. But if it was the other way around, uh, you can use this as as a generator. So you, you hook it up to your house, you drain the battery, and then the power runs out of your house. How are you going to charge your vehicle? Right. So it, it's smart enough to alert you and say, hey, we're powering your house. We can go full bore for three days, or if you, you know, if you sort of plan and and ration, for lack of a better term, if you ration the power, you can go much longer, 10 days or something. And then, but what you can do is you can say, hey, uh, I need to go someplace to plug this truck in. This is roughly how far it is, or it'll tell you, like, the closest place to plug it in is you know, 22 miles away. So, you know, we're going to alert you or we're going to shut it down before that battery is dead so you can go out there and get it done. Uh, Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is with the right configuration, getting your house or your office or your warehouse or something sort of set up, this can do um, a, a transfer both ways. So you can plug your truck in, get your truck charged or you can plug and your charge truck in or, or, or go back and forth. You know, now here's another interesting thing is 
is I think you've you've looked into this as well, especially on your ranch. We've talked about homes having battery backups. So the battery backups are when your power goes out, right? But also the battery backups are smart because if you're running, let's say, solar power or even without solar power, you're charging your batteries in off-peak hours, okay? Mm -hmm. But let's say you drive your truck and when you're at home – you you can basically use the truck to power the house during peak hours to lower your bill and during off-peak hours charge the truck, right? So you can use the truck as battery backup for your house, right? It's brilliant, I got to say. I mean, the whole point is is you're lugging around a massive mobile battery. So why use it just for the vehicle when there's more things that we're seeing, right? Battery well, backups I mean, you, on saw homes, how, generators. you saw how useful you saw how useful it was with the storm here. Yeah, right, right. You know, and, back and, a month ago, two months ago, whatever that made the news. I mean, it was it, it turned out to be a brilliant piece of technology. Right, and that's kind of what we're we're getting at with with this is saying, well. You know, there's outlets on the truck. There's 110s. There's 220s. There's multiple outlets. Mm-hmm. You can run a job site. You can run all kinds of things. You bring the power with you, and then later you can plug it in, or in case of emergency, you can use it as a giant battery, as a backup battery. So there's some pretty cool things. And of course, you're getting all of the the F-150 features that we talked about before. The fold down. You know, the lay flat seats and the center console. The shifter goes down, and the and the center console lays flat. You can put a laptop on it. It has all the cool features. But anyway, just to touch on uh, the battery technology a little bit. Is there uh, anybody else out there that does that? <laughs> not that I've seen so far. So these are this is the first to do it. Now, we've got a lot of trucks coming down the down the pipeline. We've got Rivian and and uh, and a bunch of others that are coming down. And of course, even GM EV. Oh, and of course, because this is an EV and the electric motors, the two electric motors, it's all-wheel drive are are underneath the truck. Where there used to be a giant hood and a giant engine, you have a giant frunk, and uh, and it's 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 cool because it's watertight, but also if you want to put wet stuff in it, there is a drain, and there's a power outlet in there, so you can actually throw gear in there, plug it in, charge your gear as you're driving, or just close it and lock it. Right, and then park it as you're charging stuff in this giant frunk, <laughs> which is just kind of truth funny. be told. If I ever say that word, kill me. Frunk, 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 frunk. <laughs> I can hear it, but I ain't never saying <laughs> front trunk, front front trunk. You can say front trunk. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna defer to you. Hey, wait a minute! It's like a fanny pack in the front of your truck. <laughs> Well, in that case. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, nice analogy there. Good one. That's true, though. It's pretty damn close. It is. It's like uh, it's like the fanny so, pack. If it's a freaking frunk, man. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it's I a frunk. Uh, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up um, here. We're gonna get the next show in, but. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. We got a lot more coming up. As we said later this week, we're going to talk to the guys from Ford about uh, more about the uh, F one hundred and fifty Lightning. Uh, 
Thanks for everybody that's uh, signing up for Bravago. Go to drinkbravago.com. This is our new hard seltzer that uh, Goldberg and I are working on. And uh, um, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but our friends, uh, the Shelby family, Aaron Shelby and his brother Sean, they're supporting it as well. So uh, they're our partners in this project as well as uh, some others. Our official debut will be at Barrett-Jackson, Las Vegas, June 17th through 19th. I'll be there. Bill, you'll be there. Uh, you've got your motorcycle, this badass Jesse James uh, uh, motorcycle that you're going to be auctioning off, one of your personal bikes. So uh, hopefully you guys uh, come out. Uh, you want to bid on the bike? You want to have a drink with us? Uh, hopefully we'll see you there. And if you don't bid on the bike, just come out and have a drink with us. It's going to be a fun event. I'm, I'm, t- I'm, I'm hearing that Vegas will be open, fully open by June 1st. June 1st, yeah. Uh, so I'm expecting uh, good things. I, were, I think you were just out in Vegas for UFC. How's it looking out there so far, right? No, I was in Houston, actually, you were in Saturday. Houston. Okay, you are in Houston. Yeah, a couple-hour drive from here. And, uh, yeah, I, I was not in Vegas yet. But from what I hear, things are going to – things are really – well, you were with your Vegas buddy for June first, hundred percent. It felt like Vegas. It felt yeah. like Vegas. You're with your 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 buddy from <laughs> Vegas, and uh, so I, I don't know. Maybe he had some insight as to how things seem to be turning out. Looks like they opening well, up. Dana White's going to have some insight, so I, I'll just ask him. Okay. Alrighty then. Um, all right, guys. Thanks. I appreciate it. Until uh, until next. Of course, follow us on uh, on Twitter. You know the accounts of Moderator Goldberg Goldberg's Garage. Uh, or, sorry, Goldberg95, Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. And uh, you can see what Bill's doing to his truck and uh, some new product they've used and stuff like that. So uh, thanks, guys. Until next time, keep the air and the spare in the bag and the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com.